Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Meerkat Musings, the podcast. And I find myself in a reflective mood for this one as I have been taking a look, as I sometimes do, at some of the some of the older material that I'd put online at various points of my life. It, it's not a big deal to everyone. It isn't necessarily a big deal to me in many respects. Uh, however, I find myself thinking, thinking about, I guess you could say, the legacy that we leave on the world. And in this day and age, we can all leave a digital fingerprint upon the world in some way, shape or form. It might be quite major, it might be quite minor, but whatever happens, it's there. And in the era of Google and other search engines, nothing is ever truly gone. So of course we have to bear that in mind. For better or worse, the information that we put online, even if we delete it later on, can still very much still be there. Case in point, there is a site out there devoted to this very idea called The Wayback Machine. You may have heard of it. It is an archive site that has captured many, many pages of web history. And it's a way, actually, in some respects, of of holding uh, people accountable for things that they'd previously said, just uh, as a rough idea of that I guess uh, it's a way of storing discussions shall we say just in case people decide at some stage that they're going to remove what they said so it can be useful but it can also be used against you if you say something particularly stupid or offensive or demeaning you might just find that you're going to regret that because you might just find that someone somewhere has saved what you said for, well, call it posterity, call it an opportunity. But whatever the reason, whatever you may have said might still be out there. Now, personally, I'm not necessarily too fussed by this. I, I don't particularly have anything to hide. My, uh, my words my failings, my uh, new experiences, I guess, and the way in which I've changed, it's, it's not something that I shirk from. Ultimately, we are made by our past experiences and we have to kind of acknowledge that. We, have to, we look forward and we change, but we have to remember who we were and, and where we come from. And the internet is is one way of doing that you know it's one form of recalling who we were at any given time and what we might have said at any given time which kind of brings me on to i guess the main um, thrust of this post and i can see that over time i've had more than one website and i've posted of course across more than one website about various different topics. I've talked a lot about work from my experiences in previous workplaces. And I've talked about stuff going on about me personally. I've talked about football, Formula One, online debates and discussions. There's a wealth of stuff out there that I've said. And 
know, over time, domains go, in the case of some old GeoCities sites, well, uh, Yahoo purged GeoCities quite thoroughly uh, and, and got rid of it. So that went through no choice on my own, really. Um, and then you know, I've created new sites for the purpose of new discussions and carried on from there. What I'm particularly looking at at the moment are some of my previous workplace experiences, which I don't tend to talk about too much. I guess just, I don't know really, I just haven't wanted to. But over the years, I've encountered different, if you like, schools of thought on working environments, managing staff, uh, how to deal with people. And I can safely say that my own working ethics have been influenced by some people more than others. And there are there, there are bosses I've had that I have deeply respected, even called friend, and there are ones that I'm not particularly uh, fussed if I if I bump into again. There are one or two with whom I've had to bite my tongue uh, more than once. But then that's life, isn't it? We we have that experience with our colleagues as well. We have that experience with friends, even with family. And we might get on with someone brilliantly one day, the next day have a falling out, and then the day after patch things up. But for a brief moment in time, we're perhaps thinking overly negatively, or we're perhaps blinkered in a positive way in our perceptions of certain people and, and certain things. So, yeah, this is definitely turning into quite a rambly kind of verbal blog post, isn't it? There are many different things I can touch upon from uh, from previous websites and discussions. Star Trek versus Star Wars is something that at one point I was quite into. Uh, and it still something that's just kind of interesting to me, uh, albeit you could argue the heyday of that debate has long since passed. There's political and social conversations that I've had in the past, which, I, well, I still do that now, and in, in, in some cases on the same subjects, no less. But it's quite fascinating to see some of the old arguments and the ways in which I would actually uh, produce those arguments or frame those arguments, which are definitely different to what I would do now. I mean, one such discussion concerned the uh, the merits of the National Health Service here in the UK and uh, nationalised healthcare systems, and whether or not that's better, or whether or not private healthcare is better. I've had some discussions on gun control, which have been quite lengthy. They are actually on meerkat musings, so they're actually quite current. I've had all kinds of uh, thoughts and ideas kind of split up my brain over the course of many, many years. I mean, you, you could say, well, let's put it this way. My personal digital footprint that I can actually kind of go back and find uh, is kind of at the turn of the century. It probably goes back further. In fact, I know it does. Uh, through things like Yahoo Clubs and later Yahoo Groups. I know I was commenting on various subjects back in like kind of 98, 99. But 
you can't really easily go back and find those because of Yahoo having this desire to kind of purge everything from the web. You can probably find a few things through archive sites, but in particular on things like Yahoo Groups, you're talking about needle in haystacks here. There's no easy way to search for any particular thing that a person may have said. So a lot of that is kind of lost to the sands of time, so to speak. But is that stuff even relevant anymore? Well, the bottom line is no, for the most part. I mean, well, it is and it isn't. And that's true, I guess, for a lot of things in life. Not just what you do on the internet, but in general terms. You learn from the past. You you respect the past. You, you know whether those experiences have been good or bad. You try to try to remember them you don't always want to remember the bad of course but nonetheless it's it's there so you try to use all of that to make yourself better to learn to grow to develop as a person be it as a husband as a father as a friend as a son as a brother Whatever it might be, you use the sum of your experiences to affect your future and affect your present as well. In these troubled times, all we can do is try to, to look forward. We remember the past. We understand how it shaped us, how it shaped the world, how it's led us to here and to now. And we try to learn from it as individuals, uh, as a species, as a society. We try to learn from everything. And we try to learn from what's both good and bad. It's uh, very easy, of course, to learn from our mistakes. But what we should also do is learn from what we've done right. And I sometimes wonder, do we do that often enough as a society? If we'd learned from what we did right in handling the SARS uh, sort of breakout from a few years ago, then we might not have been in this situation with COVID-19 because back with SARS, we took a lot of steps that proved to be very, very effective very early on in controlling and neutralizing that particular disease. Because it worked so well, we assumed we wouldn't need to do the same thing this time. Look where it's got us. So we need to learn from what we do right, as well as what we do wrong. And that is, of course, as I say, true in all works of life. Works of life? Well, work as well as walk. Anyway, I've kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent here. I did start this podcast, this, this verbal blog with the intention of moving in particular directions and then I kind of got waylaid by myself, which is something I am very, very good at. I'm often very, very, very capable of distracting myself. I do it all the time. I'm even kind of half doing it now, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's quite fascinating to look over some of the stuff that I've read, that I've written about and talked about from the past. I actually found myself recalling a few conversations I'd forgot about altogether. Just as one example, I remember 
writing about something called Tranquility Bay, which has uh, since actually disappeared, thank God. It was basically a centre in the, I want to say it was in the Caribbean, although I don't quite remember. Uh, it was a place where parents could send what they regarded as delinquent children for re-education, uh, shall we say. And some of the reasons that parents appeared to send their kids here were, in my view, very, very flimsy indeed. And the treatment of these kids, often often teenagers, uh, in these locations, uh, Tranquility Bay being just one location out of a number, the treatment of these kids was often disgusting, uh, quite frankly. And it kind of was, well, it felt more like, you could almost say like a torture chamber than an education centre. And all for the wrong reasons, if you're asking me as well. And I recall writing about that at the time. I remember actually feeling quite outraged that such a place actually existed. It, it seemed to me to be absolutely wrong that such places could exist. And I recall writing about it. And I may even uh, touch upon it on me at Musings at some point. Uh, although, although that particular place and the organisation that run it have kind of fallen by the wayside, it doesn't mean that such places aren't still out there. And it doesn't mean that they've changed how they do things because you might be able to get one of these places shut down it doesn't take long for something similar to take its place unfortunately so there was uh, that set of conversations there were some entertaining conversations uh, with some interesting characters with whom I had various disagreements on various subjects there were people I encountered who could best be described as trolls in kind of their words and deeds, not naming names, but one in particular kind of stands out for, well, for a string of arguments and, well, I call them arguments really, just insults really, that kind of went on for, well, I think over a decade in the end, uh, was how long that lasted for. It, re it reached the extent where I can actually recall settling down to enjoy uh, Christmas Day with my family and this guy, well, he was posting what can best be described as angry retorts to something I'd said, and he was posting the messages on Christmas Day. So that's kind of how far they were prepared to go, Christmas Day of all days, and they were hunched over their computer, over their keyboard, tapping out, an angry, an angry response to me about some, about some stuff. I don't remember the details, but I just remember thinking, really, it's Christmas, and you're, you're doing that. So yeah, that was just quite a kind of, and this was someone that was uh, considerably older than me, and you'd think perhaps wiser, but it goes to show that age does not necessarily defer wisdom something which I've actually experienced more than once uh, at the hands of some people that were quite ageist uh, in the sense that when I was quite young and discussing certain political things, uh, someone a bit older than me talked down to me for being young, which I thought was rather very interesting and ironic, uh, along with much of their behaviour as well. And that, that experience is actually kind of, well... It's kind of somewhere, I think, in the Wayback Machine archive. Uh, it's difficult to kind of track it down properly now. But 
I know at one point it was in there somewhere, which means in theory it's still in there somewhere. So there are some fascinating discussions and debates I've had in the past sitting there, but they're difficult to access properly, which can be quite frustrating. And looking back, I would certainly change how I handled myself in some of these discussions and debates, uh, as well as perhaps working harder to frame my arguments in a way that made more sense and that would be more difficult and challenging to actually refute. But then again, hindsight hindsight is a wonderful thing and we can look back upon many, many different things and think, well, if I'd just done A rather than B, or if I'd not done that, where would I be now? People like to think this might lead them to a better life. But who knows? You might think to yourself at the time that decision X, Y, Z was one of the worst things you ever did. And it might turn out to be one of the best. So you can you can unravel a thread. You can pull a thread of your life out. But when you start to do that, you have no idea how things will unravel. You might make one different decision, one small different decision on one particular what you might feel to be an insignificant day of your life. And the consequences are impossible to see. You just don't know. It's why, you know, it's, it's probably a very good thing for all of us. Well, I say a good thing. Some people might disagree with that. But I think by and large, most of us would feel it's a good thing that we can't go back in time and start pulling on these threads because we have no idea how things will unravel. We, we can't begin to comprehend how it might affect our lives and, by extension, the lives of people around us. It's like the butterfly effect, as they say. Once we start to unravel a thread, or once we start to change direction, it, it basically kind of snowballs into something that we can't control and can't predict. Time travel, if it were ever possible, could be, for that very reason, dubbed extremely dangerous. We like to think, what if he went back in time and killed Hitler before he could start World War II? It's easy to, it's, well, it's very easy to assume it would make the world better, but we don't know that. We have no way of knowing that. It might even lead to certain situations where, me personally, I might end up not being born, which would be very bad from my point of view. Consequently, it means that my daughter never exists uh, and, and kind of, you know, goes on from there. And the future changes in ways we can't foresee. So it's probably, as I say, a good thing that we don't have time travel. See what I mean about going off on a tangent? I've gone off on a massive tangent there. But you kind of think, know where I'm coming from. Whether it's stuff that we've said online, in real life, things that we've done, things that we've not done. They all leave an impression upon us. And that impression, for better or worse, turns us into us. And we have to acknowledge that. Whilst at the same time, not being rooted to that past, not being stuck in it, 
we have to be able to move forward. We have to be able to change and to grow by using our past to learn. And also right here in the present, using new information that comes into us to also learn and to grow. We interpret new information through that lens of past experiences, but we also have to acknowledge that new information and how it might push us into unexpected directions. I think that's an entirely fair thing to do. I really do. So, where do we currently stand? Just a little bit of a change of pace now. How are things going? Well, part of the reason for this rather lengthy and reflective ramble, part of the reason that I'm kind of poking around to see what I've said about things in the past is because I'm trying to find something to do. I have done a little bit more work on my rewrite of The Awakening. Uh, I've had one or two brief flashes of inspiration that I've been using to try and move the overall story forward. And I think it's hopefully going to make things a bit more interesting. So I'm going to keep working on that. I have been plugging away up my new career on Football Manager. I've got some podcasts, some website stuff about that for you to have a look at. I'm seeing how far I can take my my brave underdogs of Aldershot. What can I accomplish with this uh, rather small team? Who knows? We shall find out uh, over time. One of the things, of course, about um, games like this, there's no pre-planned roadmap. I just have to kind of roll with the punches, uh, as it were. But, I mean, I could restart matches if I lose, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I've grown up from that kind of thing. I don't do that anymore. So, whatever happens, happens. The same with life, real-life sport, of course. You can't control that, so you just have to kind of roll with the punches. I have to hope and believe that my beloved Liverpool can, can improve and stay in the title fight. We are the reigning champions, and we're the reigning champions for a reason. So now is the time to remind the rest of the league uh, as to our quality. Formula One will come back in March. Interestingly enough, at the time of this podcast, I don't know what's going on with Lewis Hamilton. I don't think he's actually signed a new contract yet with Mercedes, which is interesting because uh, if he doesn't sign a new contract soon, then I don't think that he'll be eligible to actually take part in, in the new season which could make life very interesting for him indeed uh, if he were to uh, step aside for whatever given reason I don't think he wants that I don't think Mercedes want that but ultimately both parties are pushing for what they believe to be in their best interests and I don't blame Hamilton or Mercedes for doing that we'll have to see how that kind of unravels but an F1 season without Lewis would be very unusual indeed. He, he will retire at some point, of course he will. But right now he still feels fit enough and hungry enough uh, to keep going. So we'll have to see if he can iron out these contract wrinkles. Is there anything else? No, not really. Um, I'm just trying to occupy my time in whatever way I can. I will try and get some stuff done in terms of the Awakening at some point. I'll try and get more stuff done more thoroughly with that. 
and we can kind of take that to a whole new level, uh, as it were, hopefully, and then republish the new version, and then start to work on the sequel and some other ideas. And that kind of thing could well occupy significant chunks of 2021. It might occupy some fairly big chunks if we can't kick this pandemic into touch, which hopefully we can. On that subject, as usual, I hope people stay safe. Hope you all stay safe and look after each other. That's what we have to do right now. Please, if you can be vaccinated, get vaccinated. Don't listen to the conspiracy nut jobs about the vaccinations. If you can have it done, have it done not only for your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Because you might have people in your family who can't be vaccinated. For their sake, have yours done. It's absolutely fine, guys. Stay safe, look after each other, and I will chat again soon.